Hello, my friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And thank you so much for tuning into um, what is now episode 10 of the Yours Truly podcast. So this is a platform where we go beyond macros, we ditch diets to talk about nutrition in a more gentle way. So nutrition that truly nourishes your mind, your body, your spirit, and allows you to live a little bit more gently and kindly with yourself. So If you haven't tuned into the podcast before, um, welcome. If you have tuned in before and you're like what you're hearing, um, I'm so glad you came back for episode 10. I am your host. I am the one woman show that is yours, Chuli Nutrition. My name is Claire Tuning. I am a registered dietitian, a registered yoga teacher, um, and what I like to call a self-proclaimed food humor enthusiast. So um, the past couple episodes, I have had some really great guests, some great friends, people who are really important in my life, but um, today kind of going back to my roots, if I can even say that, only being 10 episodes in in a podcast, but um, I'm going to be soloing it today on this podcast um, because I have something really important that I want to bring to you guys and I kind of just want to get out in the open that describes a little bit um, about why I approach nutrition in the way that I do and why I think this kind of um, different um, oddball, if you'll kind of call it, approach is so important to just put out there and to let people hear. But um, if you could see me right now, um, I know podcast really isn't the format or the platform for video, but sometimes I wish you could see me. Like I'm literally sitting here um, at my at my desk with like a cup of tea because in my older age, lol, I'm 23, um, in my older age, I've become a little bit more sensitive to caffeine, so I can't really handle that much coffee, so I have my tea here um, in my yoga mug. I have like notes scribbled everywhere of kind of things to keep me on track for this podcast, um, and I also have um, a book that I'm currently reading that I'm going to pull a quote from towards the end of our podcast. It's a really, really cool book, and I want to tell you about it, but I'm kind of like sitting here cross-legged in my chair, just hoping hoping this goes well. Um, this was an idea that I had this morning after seeing an email um, that kind of like pushed me over the edge um, in how we are so obsessed in our world now and in the health and the fitness and the nutrition world. We're so obsessed with weight. Um, so what today I want to talk about is why weight, um, should not be the focus of your health and wellness journey. And this is a message that is really different from all other health, nutrition, fitness platforms that you see, that you engage with, that you hear, because, um, whether you realize it or not, you know, if they're talking macros, if they're talking working out, if they're talking like weighing your food or meal prepping, like the center the core of what they're getting at um, is usually either weight maintenance, weight gain, or weight loss. Um, The latter one there, weight loss being the the biggest one that we see um, the most of, I think, in this industry. But um, I really do not think this should be the impetus for change. Like this should not be the switch that is flipped and it's like, oh my God, like I have to lose weight or I have to gain weight. Um, This should not be the sole focus of your health and wellness journey. So um, 
kind of my approach before I get into telling you why this is what I believe. Um, I'll tell you my approach in my gentle nutrition coaching program and what I teach with my clients um, is different because it is a non-weight focused program. It is um, non-weight based, meaning I do not ask my clients to track their weight. Um, I don't ask them to track calories, pretty much everything associated with a strict number um, that's you know associated with food or your body or a number on the scale. I actually don't ask them to track um, because I think a lot of the times it is not the best indicator of health, especially when we're talking about um, health that extends beyond your physical body because as we all know, um, your physical body is, yes, a really important piece of your health. If I didn't believe that, then I wouldn't be a dietitian. I wouldn't study nutrition, but um, it's so much bigger than that, and I think anyone convincing you that you know your weight um, holds the biggest amount of control um, and like level of happiness and success in your health and wellness journey is really 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 doing you a disservice so um, the reason why I don't like these weight loss approaches or these approaches to health that are so focused in weight loss is because um, they're so black and white in their answers and odds are um, if you have searched for any kind of like nutrition um, tips or nutrition knowledge or fitness knowledge on the internet, um, you're probably searching for that black and white answer, right? So these are answers um, that fall along the lines of eat this, um, not that, or like lose this amount of weight, or um, order this at a restaurant instead of ordering that, or eat this list of clean foods in order to, you know, reduce your bloat and stay on track. Like, and you know, if you fall off the quote unquote wagon that everyone likes to talk about, then, you know, you have failed, right? So, um, these answers kind of put things into categories, good versus bad, do versus don't do. Um, and they're all related to your success with, um, your health as it relates to your weight. Um, so I always like to say, you know, these, these answers in this, um, weight change may, may give you the results that you're looking for as far as, um, achieving your weight loss, or your weight gain goal, but it will not give you the sense of true health and wellness that you are looking for. So what I'm really trying to get across here, um, is a healthy weight does not equal good health, right? Like if we look at, you know, what weight actually indicates, you know, if we're actually looking about, um, you know, fatty tissue deposits, like around your heart, around your liver, around those visceral organs, yes, having um, higher amounts of adipose tissue or fatty tissue surrounding those organs can increase your risk for things like heart disease, liver disease, certain cancers, things like that. And of course, those are measures of health, but more often than not, what I really try to pull people away from is this idea that um, being a healthy weight by societal standards does not mean you are in good health. For example, um, I'm sure you've maybe known someone personally, or you can attest to this fact that yourself, like, 
Even if you are within a healthy weight range, again, by societal standards, like if you if you look the part, if you eat the part, quote unquote, um, that does not always mean that you are happy. Um, and what I'm getting at here is I truly believe and what I try to work my clients through um, is that the point of your life is not to weigh yourself um, and is not to weigh your food, is not to feel bad about your food choices. The point of your life is to learn how to live in a way and eat in a way that gives you a greater sense of happiness. Um, and that is what I attribute to good health is being so secure um, and in love with your own body and your own self that that fuels your sense of health, right? It's coming from a place of happiness and self-love and self-trust rather than um, an arbitrary measure of weight by societal standards. So um, the main, main reason and really how I like to phrase this to people as to why um, I do not think weight should be the focus of your health and wellness journey is because um, these number-based measurements, meaning you know macro tracking, calorie tracking, whatever you call that, um, or tracking your weight, um, this number-based measurement game is a constant future orientation of your health and happiness. Um, I'll say it again because I think it's really important. These number-based measurements are a constant future orientation of your health and happiness, meaning you're playing this kind of if-when-then game, right? You're saying, you know, when I am this weight, um, I'll be happy. Or um, if I hit my macros perfectly today and the numbers line up, then I'll have a good day. Or when I fit into X size jeans, um, I will be happy with myself. Or when I weigh a certain amount or look a certain way in the mirror, then my significant other, friends, family, whatever it is, will love me more or find me more attractive. So you're constantly placing this idea of your happiness and your health um, in something that is based in the future rather than putting your health and your happiness in your own hands today. Um, and I think this is really something that is deceiving, right? It's saying if you get to this weight, when you reach your macros, then you'll be happy rather than like, Let's learn the tools you need today to love yourself where you are at, to teach yourself how to feel good in your own body, and then continue your health and wellness journey from there, right? Because this constant future orientation and how we're so like goal-centered, and I'm not saying goals are bad, you know, we obviously all have goals, but when we're constantly fixated on the future, um, we'll never have that true picture of good health like I was talking about earlier because that is something that happens today, right? Um, that's all we have control over because who's to say, you know, if we will even be here in a month or in a week. So why fixate our happiness on something that is so far in the future or maybe even a week in the future um, when we, we really don't have control over what's going to happen then? So um, that constant future orientation is my, my big issue with weight in the fitness and nutrition industry because, yeah, when you constantly put it off continuously and indefinitely, you'll never be truly happy. So sure, you may reach that goal weight, like I said earlier, and yeah, um, that may be cool for a day, um, but there's this theory, it's called adaptation 
adaptation when it comes to your happiness where like you reach a goal and you're like, yes, like I did it. And it really elevates your spirits for a day. Um, but then you adapt and you generally return to your baseline of happiness and you realize, um, that you're still you and that nothing is really that different. So what does one do then? Well, then you start future orienting again. Um, and once again, you start placing your happiness on external events that may or may not happen in the future. So I know what you're probably thinking in your mind right now. You're probably thinking, Claire, like, that's good. Like, you know, you're going to reach a goal and you're going to set a new goal and you're going to strive for better. Um, and I say, yes, that is true. Um, but there's a big difference between, um, loving and accepting where you're at and being complacent. So what I'm preaching here, um, is accepting where you are and loving it fiercely in the moment and obviously continuing to be better every single day. Um, but not, being fixated on this thing in the future, you know, this constant future orientation of your happiness. Um, because once again, that's placing things externally. And, um, I really, really teach my clients and focus myself on, you know, what can you do today? So, um, striving for better is great, but not at the expense of loving yourself and knowing your intrinsic worth and enjoying every step of the way. Um, and I think knowing your intrinsic worth is something that the weight loss industry really, really gets at, right? They're saying, like, you have to be this weight, or um, you need to look like this, or you can't be healthy unless you're this weight. And it's really kind of hacking, you know, saying, like, you're not worthy, you're not worthy, you're not worthy, where in reality, we are all born um, worthy. It's just a matter of believing that about ourself um, and, you know, finding truth in that, Um I like to use the analogy of a house, right? So um, when you're born, you're obviously born into a physical body because that's how it happens. Um, and as you grow and as you get older, obviously the house will change a little bit. And so maybe you reach your adult life um, and you kind of look at your house and maybe you're not super happy with it. Like maybe um, you start to kind of fall into this idea of weight loss, um, providing you a lot of happiness because you're not happy with um, the way your house looks now. And I always say, um, I posted a video about this a while ago on my Instagram feed, but, um, there's always going to be room for, for home improvements, right? Everyone loves HGTV. Um, we all love to watch like, what is it? Flip it or, uh, I don't know, those flip it shows where they, where they change the house and they totally gut it and then they replace it. Um, but at the end of the day, it's still the same frame of the house. Most of the time, usually, um, sometimes they'll knock the whole thing down. But, um, what I'm referring to here is, yeah, there's always going to be room for improvement and for renovations within your house. But at the end of the day, um, the frame of the house is still going to be you. Um, and you are still going to live in that space. So, if you can't um, find a way to love the process and love each room, love each corner, love each space unconditionally throughout your journey to health and wellness, um, you're never going to be truly healthy or you're never going to be satisfied and in love with your version of healthy. Um, and that's a really, really important point that I like to make. Um, so... 
I think there's a lot, a lot of power in a non-weight-based program. Um, my program is based on three separate categories that I've kind of um, developed to track progress with my clients because in a lot of other coaching programs, um, you know, they are using weight-based measurements and macro measurements and kind of like my fitness pal daily tracking, et cetera, et cetera, for um, measuring progress. And that is fine if that is the approach that you like and you find power in that. I love that. Like me as a dietitian, I want you to feel empowered to achieve your health and wellness goals in whatever way you see fit. Um, but my goal with this podcast and my messaging is to let you know um, that weight-based programs are not the only way and macro-based programs are not the only way. Um, so my three-piece framework and how I measure the success um, uh, three parts. So we have eat gently, we have move freely and love fiercely. So when we eat gently, um, we eat in a way that allows space for what we love. Um, it, you know, has no room for clean versus dirty, good versus bad. Um, because every food choice is just you. Um, like my diet, like, uh, it's not like Claire eats good food or Claire eats bad food. You know, Claire just eats food. Um, and that's what she feels good doing. And every day will be a little bit different and um, how nutrition fits into this because I know a lot of people think like, oh my God, well, if I just ate what I craved all the time, then all I'd be eating would, would be chips or like cookies or, you know, whatever it is, that food that you crave all the time. But um, we add nutrition in, in a gentle way here, um, that nutrition that educates and it informs, but it never places blame. So um, I know being a dietitian and I work with my clients, I know that nutrition has a lot of power um, and foods have different nutrients in them and our body body needs different nutrients in different levels. So I use the education of nutrition um, to really help inform my decisions and inform the decisions of my clients to um, make sure we're fueling our bodies in a way that not only tastes good, um, but will also set us up for success and feeling good in our own body. So it's not a matter of checking off the box of like, yes, I ate this, like good, or no, I didn't eat this, like good me, good willpower. It's really finding what works for you and using the science of nutrition um, to gently inform rather than to control um, and shame. So that's eat gently. Move freely. Um, this is a way of getting into your own body and adding in forms of movement um, because we know movement, you know, decreases fatigue, it decreases aches and pains in your body, um, and it also allows you to feel good and feel mobile and feel energized. Um, but this form of movement is a way kind of similar to the food. So we're eating in a way that makes you feel good, but we're also moving in a way that makes you feel good in your own body. So um, it's never exercising in a way that you know, I have to do this today or I should do this because this is what, you know, my exercise plan on my paper says, but it's really tuning in and like, okay, you know, I'm going to move my body today. What way does my body feel like it needs to be moved? And the cool thing about this is that yet again, it's different every day and it's different for everybody. So um, some days it could be a walk. You know, if you're a runner, maybe that's what you do. I love yoga sometimes. I'll do yoga or, um, you know, I love going to the gym and lifting weights. And sometimes that's how I feel free when I move, but it's really kind of tuning into what is going to work for you in that realm of movement. Um, and then lastly, we have love fiercely. So this is arguably my favorite. Um, and this is arguably what draws the biggest line between a weight-based program and my program because, um, 
this is really how we are making improvements over that house that I talked about. Um, and we are loving it every step of the way, regardless what it weighs, regardless what it looks like. You know, we are striving for better, but by loving fiercely, we learn um, to love it unconditionally every step of the way. So I start here with um, ways that you can love yourself. So maybe a gratitude practice, maybe um, self-affirmation, maybe, you know, getting real with your self-limiting beliefs. Um, and then eventually, once you feel strong in this personal practice, um, then it pours over into other areas of your life. Because if you love yourself fiercely and you have these strong um, things in place in which you can improve yourself, then that automatically overflows into your relationship with other people. Um, I like to, I actually saw this on Instagram the other day. I don't remember who it was. It was a repost from someone, but um, it was talking about, you know, two people are walking in the hallway um, and say, you know, you have a glass full of coffee um, and you're walking, you're walking, you're walking and the other person doesn't see you and they bump into you. And, you know, what happens to your mug of coffee? Well, of course, it's going to spill all over you. Um, and it doesn't really matter what is in your mug. It could be coffee, it could be tea, it could be water, whatever is in there, it is going to spill out. Um, but, you know, you want to do everything in your power to have what's spills out, um, be gratitude, be love, be um, acceptance rather than like harsh anger, um, fear, hatred towards someone else because in reality when we're not taking time to love fiercely, um, we are filling our cup with negative emotions, right? Or we're maybe on the reverse side, we're draining our cup. So um, when we come into contact with someone else, what spills out, um, you know, isn't gratitude. It's it's negativity. It's the like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. Or like, how dare you? It's Again, it's putting your sense of well-being and your sense of happiness in someone else's hands. Whereas if you take time and you love yourself fiercely, you're continuously doing these acts to fill your cup so that when someone bumps into you or when someone's like, hey, can you help me with this? Um, you know, your cup is literally overflowing um, with gratitude, with goodness, with positivity so um, that you can lend that helping hand or so you can say like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. Like, it's just coffee. Like, you just bumped into me. Right, so um, loving fiercely is a way of filling your cup so that you can give to yourself um, and you can give to others in a positive way. So, um, all of these things um, the eat gently, move freely, loving fiercely are things. Um, that work because they shape your journey to health without ever, you know, touching this sense of failure that comes from not reaching a weight or not reaching your calorie targets. That's what I love about this intuitive framework and how I measure progress with goals um, in this eat gently, move freely, love fiercely framework is because there's no there's no way to fail. Like there's no numbers associated with it. There is just, um, that's just you, right? There's no like, oh my God, I didn't reach this weight this week. Like I'm a failure or I ate a bad food. Um, I can't believe I didn't have that willpower or, um, anything that would introduce negativity to your sphere from these traditional methods simply do not exist in this program and in my approach. And that is what I love about it. 
because rooting your life um, in a greater sense of nourishment through long-lasting self-improvement, inner peace, um, all of this, that's really is what's going to set you up for long-term health and happiness. Um, it's not the, the weight that is going to dictate your health and happiness in the long run because, you know, you're not going to look back when you're like 90 years old or, you know, a really old age and say like, oh my God, in my 20s, like, I can't believe I didn't weigh what I thought I wanted to weigh. You're going to look back and you're going to be like, oh my God, in my 20s, I can't believe I wasn't enjoying my life because I was so restricted um, by this fear of, you know, gaining weight or not going out with my friends and enjoying or, you know, I was so restricting in my beliefs that I failed to truly nourish myself throughout my entire life. And, you know, that's really the longevity that I'm getting at. You know, it's a, it's a life and it's nutrition for long-term nourishment, um, not just the aesthetic of right now. And I think that's a really, really important um, line to draw between weight-based programs and what I do. And I always like to point out, like, when I get into this talk of like, you know, mindfulness and it's not based in weight, it's based in love and like eating gently and it's gentle this and gentle that. Um, a lot of the times people think that it comes off as feminine or it comes off as woo woo. And first of all, um, this is a totally separate topic, but I really hate when people assign, you know, the term term feminine or masculine to a message because um, no message in and of itself is inherently feminine or masculine. It's just like no food is inherently good or bad. It's simply a message, right? Um, so it's not feminine. It is a message that speaks to um, the, the human emotion, right? We all have emotion and that's what I'm getting at here. Something to truly nourish you um, beyond what food or beyond what the scale does. And it's not woo-woo, um, it's science, right? So this will be a separate post that I do, but you know, activating this sense of mindfulness and tapping into a sense of intention throughout your day actually activates um, the part of your nervous system called the parasympathetic nervous system, which um, serves to relax the body. It decreases your heart rate. It lowers your level of stress hormones. Um, it increases gastric motility and increases intestinal secretions, um, which is just fancy dietitian speak for it helps you to move food throughout your intestines better and it helps you to digest and absorb better. So it's not woo-woo, this, this sense of mindfulness and um, nutrition in a gentle sense. Um, it's actual science and it will actually help you to feel better in your own body without um, this idea that is bound to I have to reach this weight or I'll be happy when um, I fit into this size of pants or um, I do a good job when I don't eat the bad foods. Like it, There's so much more to health and wellness than that um, for the rest of your life. Um, and I really believe that anyone convincing you otherwise is doing you um, a disservice. So the last thing that I want to hit you with is what I... Um, hinted at earlier. Um, it's a quote, and I am currently reading this book for the second time, actually. Um, it is called The Art of Happiness, um, A Handbook for Living. So um, it's written by the Dalai Lama and a doctor named Howard C. Cutler. So um, the doctor is actually the one who writes the book, but he actually had um, the opportunity to interview the Dalai Lama at multiple times um, throughout their working together and kind of take some of his, his speeches from um, 
um, when he talked to large public audiences and things like that and transcribe them into this book that is really getting to the art um, of happiness. And I read it the very first time. This is just a side story to tell you about myself. Um, when I was in a senior in high school, we had to do a research project. Um, it was called our senior project, and it was like a glorified research paper that we had to present um, to the high school with a speech right before we graduated. And um, I did mine on the science of happiness. And this just kind of really was foreshadowing into um, my line of nutrition and what I do now, because I was convinced even like five, six, seven, I don't remember how many, seven years ago, um, I was convinced that there was more to life than, you know, the shoulds and the checking off boxes to be happy. Um, it's something internally that goes on. Um, so I want to read this quote from the book, and I actually read it this morning, um, right before I started recording this podcast, so it was really timely, but um, it's kind of coming to the end of a chapter where they are summarizing um, inner peace and the need for finding the sense of inner peace in order to obtain happiness. And this is a quote that the Dalai Lama said. He says, as long as there, are, there is a lack of inner discipline that brings calmness of the mind, no matter what external facilities or conditions you have, they will never give you the joy and happiness that you are seeking. On the other hand, if you possess this inner quality, a certain calmness of the mind, a degree of stability within, then even if you lack various external facilities that you would normally consider necessary for your happiness, it is still possible to live a happy and a joyful life. So why I really like that quote is he, you know, he doesn't mention weight. He doesn't mention the physical body there, but he is saying um, you really have to start with within. And how I see doing this is by eating gently, moving freely, and loving fiercely. Because all of these things will give you that quality of inner calmness um, that set you up for a mindset of happiness no matter what. Um, it gives you a perspective that is not based in the if when, then, but of something like weight loss or weight gain or calorie tracking. It's really focused in the um, what can I do now and how am I um, shifting my perspective to hold um, abundance and joy right now so that every single day will be filled with health and happiness that is not bound by my adherence to a plan um, or my, you know, external achievements of certain weight-based goals. So um, that is all I have for you today. If you enjoyed this episode, um, this is something that I'm really, really passionate about. And um, this is the first platform that I've shared kind of this full message and my true why behind um, not measuring progress based on weight. So if you enjoyed Please share this episode with anyone that you may um, think that this would be helpful to. Please leave me a rating. Please leave me some stars and tell me what you thought about this episode. And as always, please subscribe if you have not already. So um, if you've made it to the end of this episode, I do have a special offer for you. Um, you know, if this is something this non weight-based method of nutrition coaching and this gentle nutrition, if this is something that speaks to you, 
I want you to go to my website. It's clairetuning.com. There's a small button there where you can press and you can connect with me. And what I want you to do in this connect space, I want you to just put a simple message um, of like, hey, you know, I was listening to your podcast. Um, Tell me your takeaway from the message and I will respond to you um, with a special offer on how you can take advantage of um, a spot in my nutrition coaching program. Um, This isn't something that I do a lot, um, but this is a message, again, that I'm so passionate about, and if it resonates with you and you want to take advantage on implementing these strategies into your life with the help of a professional um, and with the help of me for support and accountability, then I really, really, really um, want to help you through this journey. So again, all you have to do, go to the Connect page on my website, clairetuning.com. Tell me you listened to this episode. Tell me what your takeaway is, and then I will respond um, with a unique offer for you on how you can secure a spot in this gentle, non-weight-focused nutrition coaching program. So that's all I have for you today, folks. I hope you have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. But until next time, yours truly, Claire.